Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. This podcast is powered by SportString. Your digital water cooler. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Attention to Detail podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Ayers, as always. And this episode is going to be geared a little bit more towards the player, especially the player who is looking for somebody else to train with. This is something that I've been thinking about a lot. Um, I get this question or this topic comes up a lot, whether it be on Instagram, whether it be in person with some of the athletes that I train, whether it be in our Discord, um, which if you're not in that make sure to join that family really trying to build a community of just hopers around the globe trying to get better and i'll talk a little bit about that at the end and how you can use it as a tool but this is essentially the topic of how can i find somebody else to train with somebody else to compete with especially when you know maybe the basketball culture in your city or your town isn't the best you're not really familiar with many hoopers etc cetera, etc cetera. and I don't want to say that I have all the answers for you, but I do think that this episode will be important um, or at least useful in finding other people. And I think that can take your game to the next level. So now you're probably asking me, well, why will this take my game to the next level? Why do I have to have somebody to train with? Why can't I just go to the gym alone and see results that way? And that's a very valid question. I do think there is a lot of value in in training alone, just being in the gym, getting your reps up, uh, you know, kind of solo. But I do think that if you find somebody to train with, even if they're not necessarily your skill level, maybe they're a little bit more skilled than you, maybe a little bit less skilled than you, it's huge for a couple reasons. Number one, accountability. If you tell each other that you're going to be there at 2 p.m. at the local court, well, chances are you'll have a better chance of showing up, right? If you tell somebody that you're going to be somewhere, you are now being held accountable for that, and you can't really slack off then. Well, you can but somebody's at least going to tell you or you feel bad about leaving the mayor alone or whatever it may be. There's definitely that accountability factor that comes into play. Number two is you have somebody to give you feedback. Maybe you're trying something new. Uh, if you were in the gym by yourself, you can film yourself, but you don't have that external feedback that you can get from, a, from another player, right? It's almost like having a trainer. Maybe they're not as experienced, of course, and they don't know what to look for as well, but you know, basketball players typically know 
basketball well enough to at least get feedback on, oh, that looked good. You know, I know what you're trying to work on. You're, you're definitely making progress towards that. Or uh, try that again. Again, that accountability factor comes into play. But now in the context of, you know, you're getting feedback from another athlete who wants you to win. So there's that feedback effect. There is also a competition effect, right? So even if it's not going live, it's, all right, let's see who can make the most out of 10 here, right? Now you have a little bit of pressure. Now you have actually um, some some psychological factors that come into play rather than just you kind of getting up shots on air with no pressure, which again has its place. But if we're training this way, we're competing with each other, we're racing, we're doing all these things, probably going to see better results in our workout. Then, I don't want to say most importantly, but I think this is the one that players are missing the most, is you can play live. You can do contested shooting drills. You can do contested finishing. You can go one-on-one. You can do a lot of things here where now we have defense. Now we have that perception and action involved. All right, so we're actually making reads. We're making decisions. We're adjusting to how the defense is playing us. And this is the missing link that I see in a lot of players training is that most of their training is done on air for whatever reason. It could be, you know, because they enjoy it, because it could be because they just can't find a partner. But when we're able to include more live play or more live drills, so to speak, in our training, the results that you're going to see in game in a real game setting are going to be so much higher than if you only trained on air. And that requires having somebody else to play with or to train with, right? So that's what I'm going to be talking about today is, again, how you find these people. So now I don't want to waste your time, but a couple general concepts that it's going to take for you to find these people before I get into the actual tool, so to speak, of how to find them. Number one is it's going to take some ballsiness, right? There's probably a reason why you don't have somebody to train with if you've been looking for somebody. And it's going to take you reaching out and going outside of your comfort zone and probably meeting somebody that you've never met or never hooped with and that can get uncomfortable trust me even you know at my point where i'm training athletes for a living and i'm an entrepreneur and i'm you know reaching out to people a lot it, that feeling never goes away like ah oh, shit what if they don't want to what if they what if they think i'm too bad what if you know they, they laugh at the idea it's always going to be there so it's going to take some ballsiness to go and, and reach out to somebody or to walk up to somebody and then meet them at you know a gym or a park and train with each other and develop a relationship again it's it's not easy but if you guys are able to get through this not only will you find these people easier which will take your game to the next level it's also building life skills if you're able to do this with two or three people you get the hang of it that's going to transfer into everything outside of basketball as well for the rest of your life so i think it's a valuable skill to have number two is going to be you got to invest in yourself and this can be time this can be money Somehow here you're probably going to have to invest one of these two things. I guess effort could be considered one as well in finding somebody else. You can't just expect it to fall right in your lap. Sometimes it might, right? You're just at a court and somebody walks up to you like, hey, you want to train? You're like, wow, the the universe just gave me that. Most of the time it's not that ideal, I promise you. So you're going to have to invest time, effort, or money in finding somebody. And this will come back tenfold or more in the long run. If you spend 10 hours trying to find someone and, I don't know, 50 bucks on Ubers trying to get to courts, like we'll talk about uh, later on, yes, you just spent some time, effort, and money, but in the long run, 
let's say you find two people to train with, you save time because you have to train less because you're getting more results, just training more efficiently with other people. And maybe you get, you know, a scholarship. If you spent 50 bucks, but you train more efficiently and effectively, and you get a scholarship that saves you $200,000. 50 bucks, $200,000, big difference. So you're gonna have to invest in yourself, but put in perspective that again, this is an investment in yourself. And that is one of the things that I've seen the best players in the world, and really just the best people in every field in the world do is invest in themselves. You're also gonna have to have a willingness to speak up. This kind of falls under that ballsiness category, but I think a lot of players are a little bit shy when they're talking to other hoopers, which is okay. I mean, I see this in my own gym all the time, or even in my camps around the world. Like I try to introduce players to each other on purpose because I know they're a little bit shy and they're like, oh, you know, kind of either standoffish or like, they're scared to interact with each other and eventually they usually warm up and come around to it but this is something this is a barrier that you're going to have to get over and that's it you can make the excuses all you want but you're going to have to have the willingness to speak up and ask somebody else whether they want to play or train or compete together or not period and then lastly is a lack of excuses all right trust me I know that this is a difficult process. That's why I'm making this episode here. I know this is not easy, especially if you're in an international or you know outside of the U.S. The basketball culture may not be as large. Uh, there may be less courts. There may be less resources. There may be less players in general. And I know this isn't easy. Even if you're in the States, it's not an easy process. But I truly, truly, truly believe that whenever I talk to players about this, and they use that as an excuse. It's kind of like a scapegoat. It's like, yeah, you know, there are only like three courts in my town. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's impossible to find people. Yes, I trust me. And I, I said the same thing when I was younger. So I truly get where you guys are coming from. But if you say that, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up to not find somebody. Because now you have this preconceived notion in your head, ah, I'm not going to find anyone. So you're not going to go out of your way to do that. Whereas if you're like, all right, there are only three courts, but that means I have these three courts to work with. I got to find someone in the next six months. Well, now you have a better opportunity to find someone because you're actually putting your mind to it and not making excuses. So I would say, yes, understand that it's, it's difficult and be easy on yourself in that sense. Like don't put too much pressure on yourself and don't let me make you feel like shit for, for not finding somebody yet or even taking a little bit of time to find someone. But don't make the excuse. Do not make the excuse. That's how you set yourself up for failure. All right. So getting into a couple tools to find people. Um, most of these are, are going to be pretty, uh, I don't want to say basic, but you know, they're more so about how to operate or how to navigate these tools. So number one is investing your time and going to new courts. Right. Let's say, and this is something that I did as a kid, so I'll speak actually from, from personal experience here. And I was growing up in Washington, D.C., you know, one of the best basketball cultures in probably the world. Yeah, definitely the world. I'll say that for sure. But the thing is here is that there just there aren't that many outdoor courts in D.C. for whatever reason, or at least ones that like people my age, high school or middle school would play on. Um, so like I mentioned, I had to invest some money in doing this, like the local rec center, because we had to play inside most times for the lack of outdoor courts. $10, 
right? I can't remember if it was five or 10. I think we bought a membership, which is like 120 for a year, whatever. I had to come up with that money to go and, and play. So I would invest that money. Yes, I could have bought, you know, what's that, two video games with 120. Um, but no, I wanted to find people to train with. So I'll go to that rec center. I would go to other gyms where some of my teammates were going and I'll get a guest pass and, you know, find my way out there, try to get a ride, ask for people to bring me out there, be like 45 minutes away. Would walk in there, there's nobody there. Well, crap, now I'm here working by myself again. But eventually I would just keep chipping and chipping away. And at some point I was training with five or six people. Like we had a nice little workout group of five or six people where we would meet up on Saturdays or after school and just start grinding, playing one-on-one and then playing three-on-three and then five-on-five. And that's when I truly saw the best results in my training, at least as a younger player. I made huge jumps. And I saw other players do this as well, whereas I would see other players who kind of made that excuse of like, dang, my local court down the street doesn't really have anyone, so I don't really have anyone to train with. It's like, yes, but the world is bigger than your local court. And I understand, you know, you have parents, they may not want you to go outside of there. So yes, but I would truly encourage you guys to go and find new courts if possible, even if it's a little bit further away to go and just try to find people. And you can stay there for a good amount of time, right? Like bring your homework there. And after your hour and a half workout or whatever, maybe you sit around for another hour, two hours, just do your homework, hang out and see if any other players show up. Chances may be small, but, but the chance is there. And that chance is worth it, trust me. So if you go to these courts, typically you're going to at least come across other players who are in your age range I would encourage you guys to not constrain it to be somebody who is exactly your skill set, exactly your age, even if they're a little older, even if they're a little bit younger. It's better than nothing. And again, this is going to require you guys to be a little bit ballsy, to walk up to people, be like, yo, you want to get this workout in together? To go up and get their phone number, to connect on Instagram, whatever it may be. Um, also, quick note on Instagram, this is also going to require you to, actually, no, I'll get into this later because Instagram is going to be one of the tools. But it's going to take that ability to speak up and getting over that initial barrier, which for some of you guys may be easier. For some of you guys may be super tough. It's like the scariest thing in the world. You got to be able to get over that, especially when you're in person with people. All right. So try to get to new courts. Uh, worst case, keep going to your local court and just try to connect with everyone you see there. You may talk to an old guy who's at the court. And you're like, ah, I'm never going to train with this guy. Well, maybe his son is your age and every single industry in the world and every single topic field networking is huge and if you guys learn to just network with people and build relationships early it's going to take you guys game but again also your abilities outside of basketball to a new level all right second tool here is instagram instagram is well the internet in general is an amazing place and there are a lot of tools at your fingertips to find other players in your area. So number one could be going to local hoops pages and just checking their following. Maybe there's like a travel team in your area. Maybe there's a club. Maybe there's like a gym in your area. So for example, if players in the Miami area went on our Instagram for Detail Miami, which is our gym here in Miami, and just scroll down the following, they would see a wealth of hoopers, you know, 14 to 18, high school players, even middle school players, but they would see a lot of high school players 
and the area that follow Detail Miami. Then you just go through and reach out, be like, yo, do you hoop? What area do you live in? We'd love to uh, work out sometime with you. Or I'm looking for a training partner. Uh, let me know if you ever want to get to work. And there we go. You could have 30 players that you reach out to. At least one of those is going to say yes. Uh, is going to get a workout in with you. So look for like local hoops pages. And again, I know this may not be as much as it is in like Miami where I can think of different gyms and different teams and different whatever it may be um, to go and scroll through the following and find people. But there's got to be something. And if there's not, again, there's more tips to it. So number two is going to the locations tab and like your little search bar and Instagram and just searching up your local courts. And a lot of the time what Instagram will do here is show posts or stories, I believe, uh, at these local locations, local locations, at these locations, these local courts, right? So like there's a there's a gym around here in, in Miami and, you know, really every city in the States um, and then most cities that I've been to internationally, there's always like that one gym where people play tournaments or maybe like a court people just it's one of the more popular basketball areas in uh, the city in the metro area so if i were a player looking for other players i would go i would search up like you know whatever sportsplex or whatever basketball court and that little search thing on instagram and then check what posts are there check what stories have been posted there you can even i believe see people who have like checked in there or whatever and a lot of the time these are going to be people that are in similar demographic as you they're going to be hoopers if you just find kind of a, a, a bank of hoopers in one little condensed part of instagram you're probably gonna have a pretty good chance again at finding somebody who is a good fit as a workout partner so i'll just go to your local courts uh like name on instagram they don't even have to have an instagram page just search it up click on the location and that may give you the ability to look at people who are there um I personally have never used that one, so I can't sit here and lie and say that I found like 10 players doing that. But I've done that before in plenty of situations when I'm overseas and, um, you know, we've been looking for pickup games and I go and search up a, a, a court on Instagram and I find who's there and then I hit them up be like, hey, how are the pickup games? When do you guys play? It's just networking. It's just, you know, really, really, really chipping away at every single resource you have and this is another one that you can use number three is just following more people in your area more hoopers in your area and this way instagram will just naturally pump out suggested following so you guys if you use instagram all know the i guess like suggested tab or bar it's like you follow someone it's like hey here are three five however many people that you should follow now if you follow you know a bunch of instagram models and and celebrities well it'll probably suggest more instagram models to you which hey maybe not a bad thing but if you're looking for hoopers to train with you know we want to <laughs> we want to start to sharpen that um so if you start following more hoopers from your area you know just as you're building these connections it'll probably suggest to you more basketball players in your area and instagram is super smart all of these uh social media platforms the internet in general is unbelievably smart and if you guys start to show interest in finding people like this or following people like this it'll probably give you more because they want you to follow more people so that's another way regardless of how you go about this 
This could be commenting on other people's posts, whatever. Like they're just use Instagram as a tool, but regardless of how you use this as a tool, it's going to require a couple things. Number one is actually following people. All right. I talk to my players about this all the time because I see that they follow like a hundred people on Instagram. They think they're like the coolest people in the world and that they only know like a hundred people, which is just not real. Like if you look at either of my pages, I'm following thousands of people because this is how you get connections. Like if, if you're not willing to follow people and check in with what they're doing, well, you know, it's probably not a real connection there. So you're gonna have to be able to get those following numbers up. The ratio may not be as good. I used to be the same way. I'd be like, all right, how many people can I unfollow to have the coolest ratio possible? Trust me, it's really not that important. What's more important is building connections that can come in in the long run, all right? Number two is actually posting so the trend these days, and this is another thing I talk with my guys all the time about, is like having zero posts and being like, you know, zero dark 30 LeBron mode. Again, I get it. Trust me, I'm 23 years old. So I think in you guys' perspective still, like I'm really not that far out from it. But when I just trust me, when I say that if you post one picture of you hooping, even if it's at a park or something, if you post one video of you hooping, you're going to have a much better chance of when you reach out to people, them returning that message than if they think you're like a weird little Instagram bot because you have no profile picture and no pictures up on your page. Uh, so just a quick advice or piece of advice there. And then lastly is again, reaching out first. I can't stress this enough. You guys are going to have to be doing outreach here. It can't just be like a little direct, like, Oh, I followed, you know, this player. Let's see if he like, miraculously reaches out to me and wants to train with me like no you're gonna have to be like yo what's up bro uh saw that you're a local hooper uh i'm always looking for people to train with let's get to it let's try to get some work in and most of the time again people will they'll respect that they'll like it and you end up getting some work in but it's going to take you reaching out first all right lastly and i think this could be something that's huge maybe not yet but the goal of this is to build somewhere where this, you know, you don't have to go through all these things. It's just like a place where you can find people to train with is our discord. All right. You can find this on our social media channels. Um, so just like go Instagram and then, uh, you'll, you'll see like the link in the bio. It'll say, join our discord, whatever. It should be pretty simple to join, but I want that by any means, basketball fam discord to be the ultimate connector of global hoopers. So we have a little channel, it's like, all right, uh, location check-in or something. And I'm this is something I'm going about adding in a pretty cool way over the next couple of days. And players can say, yo, is there anyone in, I don't know, Melbourne, Australia, that wants to get some work in? And then preferably, you know, <laughs> if we really can build this up, and this is gonna take you guys' support as well, and shouting it out, sharing it, inviting more hoopers, you get five people like, yo, I'm from Melbourne too. What, what part of the city are you from? What courts do you go to? And I don't care if this is Australia. I don't care if this is the Philippines. I don't care wherever you may be. Like, I want this to be the connector of hoopers. And then we go back and we chop it up in the Discord with people who are, you know, from thousands and thousands of mile, miles away and ask questions to each other and, in essence, train with each other remotely, right? We give each other challenges and tasks to work on and stuff like that so i want this discord to be a really cool community of global hoopers and it's still i believe at like 500 people right now or 400 something so you guys have the chance to join it early 
but I think it could be really cool. And this could be a, a super seamless way that you guys could find people in your area. But again, it takes you guys joining it, being active in it, and inviting people and sharing it and putting on for it. Because I think this could be a super cool community where we can all see big results from it in our training uh, just by joining it and being a part of a global hooping fan. All right, so that would be my third tool is that Discord. Not fully developed yet, but I think that's something that's that's budding that's really cool. So hopefully you guys don't feel like I'm yelling at you in this episode and and telling you you're making excuses and all this stuff because I know how difficult it is. Like it's easier, again, I, I still am young enough to the point where I can understand where you guys are coming from. But at the same time, I saw a quote the other day where it was like, you, no matter how old you are, you probably aren't as good at remembering how you were as a person when you were 16 as you think you are, right? So I could sit here and say, oh yeah, I was the guy who went and, and reached out to people and found people to hoop with because you know I had balls. And it's like, I was probably a little scared 16 year old, probably more scared than any of you guys. And it was tough, it was difficult to find people. So I trust me, I get it. But I truly believe that you guys can at least find one person in your area who likes ball, even if they're not the best in the world, even if they're way better than you, that you can train with and you guys can push each other and see exponentially better results because you guys are on the court or in the gym together. So hopefully at least one of these things works for you guys. Again, make sure to follow, or sorry, join that Discord. But also follow me on Instagram, Body Means Basketball. Uh, and just stay tuned for a lot more like this for both players and for coaches. I want this to be the most valuable, free platform for hooping content in the world. Not just the podcast, but Instagram, YouTube, Discord, all that stuff. I just want you guys to have a ton of resources to work with and reach your potential. So as always, thank you guys so much for the support. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll see you next time.